You're listening to the Inspiriting with T podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Demery. This podcast will provide inspirational lessons that can help you navigate through life by recognizing the self-improvements needed to establish the greatness within you. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Inspiriting with T podcast. I'm your host, T. Y'all know what today is, right? Friday. Yes, honey. So today's episode is going to be a good one on this Good Friday because I have a special guest joining me today. Yes. And before I introduce my special guest, I would like to first thank all of my faithful listeners for returning yet again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I appreciate you for tuning in every week, honey. Now, if you are a new listener and this is your first time tuning in, I would like to say that I am honored you decided to take the time to listen to my show today, honey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, if you like, You can listen to some of my previous episodes after this one. And you can return next week for another great episode. Now, let's get into my special guest. She's from Egypt. Yes, she comes all the way from Egypt. So we connected and I am happy to introduce Jailan Salman all the way from Egypt, honey. Yes. She is going to be on the show today. She is a poet who loves to use her words and spread the vision, honey. She's a visionary. So we're going to get into all those creative things that goes on in her mind and how she uses them. We're going to get all into that, honey, because you should use yours too, right? Now, before we get into this topic and today's episode, I want you to get yourself together, get your blanket, get nice and warm and cozy, get your snacks, turn your volume up, whatever it is that you need to do, go ahead and do that now, honey, because we're about to get into it, and I'll be returning with my special guest, Jailan, today, honey. So stay tuned. I'll be right back with my special guest. Jalen, how are you doing today? Well, today I'm good. How are you, Tamara? I'm doing great. I'm so glad you decided to join the show. So how is the weather where you are today? It's a bit chilly, but it's really starting to get that spring undertone, you know, a little bit of warmth, a little bit of beauty, a little bit, of course, of dust. So (laughs) yeah, it is. Mainly chill with a hint of dust, <laughs> I'd say. Oh, yes, I know. I have a uh, spring allergy, so I wouldn't be able to breathe in that weather. So I know exactly what you mean. So whew, glad I don't have that dust problem today. But the pollen is serious where I am. So I understand. And it's a little chilly here, too. So I guess we pretty much have the same type of weather. Oh, la, la. Yeah. 
yeah, I can feel I can feel the vibes already finally coming together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So Jailan, can you let the listeners know a little bit about yourself, um, who you are and what you do for a living? Who am I? I'm a poet, mainly, but also I'm a visionary artist and I'm collaborating on short movies. Uh, I kind of like do visual poetry too. I'm a frequent podcast collaborator. Um, I'm a translator. This is what I do for a living, but also I write articles, film criticism articles. Um, and I just do voice work, you know, like on the side. So mainly I'm an artist and a poet, as I'd like to say. Awesome. Wow. That's you, you are a woman with many hats and I am all for wearing many hats and doing many things. And sounds like you are using all of your gifts and most of it has to do with your visionary. So why would you consider yourself a visionary artist or poet? Well, poet, I think I've been writing poetry since I was nine. So I think it was ingrained in me. It started at a very young age, even before I understood why I wanted to write poetry or something. The visionary artist part, though, it came really later in life when I realized that, oh, my God, I don't want to be just a writer. Like I've been a writer for many years, writing poetry, publishing two novels in my first language, Arabic, publishing two poetry collections in English, translating um, serious books from English to Arabic and, you know, vice versa. Um, but I've been a writer for most of my life and I didn't find it compelling or fulfilling. I wanted to be more. So I would find myself going into adventures, working on a short film with a friend or collaborating on let's say a small radio show or a YouTube show or something like that. So I start and I'm collaborated on this amazing uh, short movie with my friend Aceng Soltacha, the poet who is American. And then I realized, wow, I'm more than a writer. I hope I'm a visionary <laughs> artist because I can insert myself into a lot of things. And my vision kind of encapsulates a lot of forms of art, like dance, uh, direction, um, voice acting, and stuff like that. Wow, that is amazing. So yes, you are a visionary artist and you have many hats on film and short stories and poetry. And we we need more visionary artists in the world because I'm a visionary person. I like to visualize and see things and feel things. And what better way to do it than with words and the short films that you speak of? So I am glad that you are an artist and keep being an artist. So do you have a moment of time in your life where there was a moment you had to like, I have to write about this? Did you have that type of moment? Damn, all the time. <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> Tamara girl, you just hit a nerve. You hit a nerve. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all my life. Good. It was a good one. That's a good nerve. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Okay. Well, I think it, it's it's been a lot of moments. Like, I think I've had a very, very intense, um, probably, relationship that shouldn't have, but haven't we all, uh, with a boss of mine who kind of, like, utilized the power status in the workplace uh, by making me fall in love with him. And this was a very crucial moment in my life because I wasn't aware that I was being played with. And when oh, wow. this whole chaotic thing ended... Oh, yeah, baby. And I had to quit, of course, this toxic workplace. Um, 
the whole intensity and craziness of it all resulted in my novel Rita, uh, which was also about a sort of, you know, back and forth, intense love relationship uh, between two people different from each other and stuff like that. I drew inspiration, of course, uh, removing the toxicity part and making it more um, of a back and forth, you know, like pull and push relationship without all the toxicity and the grim reality of my own relationship. But this was something that really, really pushed me through. Oh, wow. Well, I'm glad that that relationship turned into something great, like a book that you wrote about, Rita. And wow, <laughs> that is a lot. I'm going to have to check that out now so I can see, so I can know. It sounds like it was a good novel that you were able to write about. And I'm glad that you took that experience from your own personal life and added it to something to write about so others can be inspired by it. So kudos to you for taking well, yeah, that, that, that toxic situation and making it into a positive one. Because most people, it's hard to take a negative and turn it into positive. Your perspective on it made it something great. So you took your story and you made it your own. So that's a great thing. That's why you're a visionary, because you envisioned great things coming out of something that was bad. So that's a good thing. So when do when you write, do you feel the words that you write about? And what is that process like for you when you write? Okay, it's the process. I really love this question. Thanks, babe, for asking. I really think that it starts sometimes. There is what I would like to call the purge, where words come flowing out of me like a hurricane like I have no control like if you could see me it's like I'm typing 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 I don't write on paper I used to in the past but not anymore and it's like I'm typing 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 I don't feel anything around me usually I have my headset or my headphones earphones on and I'm listening to music that inspires the certain theme or a poem or a scene or a character like I think I used to have a novel that I wrote in Arabic sadly it wasn't translated where a certain character had this theme this music theme so every time I would listen to it even if I was in Uber or something I would just get the drive to go and write about this character and the words would flow so easy at other times writing would be so hard like your like your hands are tied to the keyboard and you're typing each letter alone and this happens when probably you're visiting past trauma or reliving it through a certain thing like um i was in this another bad relationship too where i was completely gaslit but with a partner it was with a partner that i lived with this partner for a long time and i was a godmother to uh the kid in the in the relationship um and when this relationship ended and I stopped being a godmother. Um, I had this vision that I was a bird, a black kite that buried uh, the baby. And I kept writing this series of poems saying the kite narrates. And I wrote them all like one after the other, after the other, every single day. I would sit to my keyboard and start writing about the black kite traveling and roaming the world with her big, big giant wings, um, trying to look for food to feed the baby, but the baby's dead. So you, you kind of get it. It's, it's, it's a different process, but it's very, I don't know, it's very hard. Right. I get, I get what you're saying because I'm like that with my podcast. 
um, when it comes to coming up with the next subject, I have to feel it. Like certain things have to happen and certain things yeah. have to go on and I feel it and then it just flows. Gotcha. But if I, if I don't feel it, I can't, I can't talk about it. So I under, I completely yeah. understand where you're coming from. I have to feel everything and it has to come to me or certain things have to happen. And when it happens, it, like you said, it just flows because you are writing every single day after you yeah. went through that Ooh. situation. Ooh. Yes, it was like, it yeah. was just an overflow. And sometimes, do you think sometimes that you have writer's block? Um, and how do you get over that if you do? Yeah, I think I, I now, unfortunately, I have a writer's block when it comes to writing stories, you know, or something, or a script even, or anything. Like now, I only write poetry. Poetry, poetry comes to me like I've never had a writer's block when it came to poetry, unless three years where I was gaslit, because my whole personality was kind of, you know, when, when this happens to you and you're in trauma or in an right. abusive relationship, your whole personality gets reshaped or restructured. So I wasn't writing poetry at that time, but all my life, poetry came to be so easy. But other than that, yeah, I get writer's block a lot. I try to invest in other activities that have nothing to do with writing to stimulate my energy, to be inspired. This is how I get over writer's block. But currently, I don't have a story that I want to tell. And this is driving me nuts a little bit. <laughs> it's, that's okay. <laughs> I, I think you'll be fine. Sometimes you have to like completely disconnect from that in order to find what you're looking for. Sometimes you may have to go out in nature or go on vacation or just spend time you know, with people and engaging yeah. in conversations and it'll bring about, oh, inspiration for you to write. So that's one thing that I do. I love to, when I feel like I'm disconnected from something, I remove myself completely from it and I engage in other things like you said, so I can get that inspiration. Cause sometimes when you remove yourself from something, you kind of get it back and you start to remember your why and yeah. you get inspiration from that. But if you're always connected to it, you never really have time to actually just sit in solitude and just think about certain things or from the past or things that happened throughout your day or just having a conversation with someone. So that can actually encourage you to, I hope that you get over writer's block pretty soon. <laughs> so, Thanks, babe. I hope so too. <laughs> yes. And let the poetry keep flowing and Sometimes when you go through things, like you said, your relationships, they were traumatic for you. That can take Terrible. some time to get over and you have to build yourself back up. So you have to, you have to replant your seed so your tree can grow now. So you're actually trying to grow at this moment, trying to get all those dead leaves off of you and regrow and spread your wings and, and grow. That's, that's the process you are in now. And sometimes it can be easy. And sometimes it can take, it can be hard. I know some days it can be hard and even thinking about those situations. So I um, hope that you are going through and getting through day by day, taking a moment at a time. Because when we take it day by day, it can be a lot, but just taking it at a moment at a time can also be helpful to your healing and to your writer's block. Just taking it a moment at a time. Yeah, one moment at a time. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yes, so I did see that you are an active member 
in the SF Coffee House Writers Group. Can you tell the listeners um, what that is and what it's about and how did you join that group? I joined this group, I think, after a recommendation from one of my friends, Christina Detula, who is actually the editor-in-chief of Synchronized Chaos Magazine, where I post a lot of things. I publish most of my film reviews, my interviews with artists and directors and interesting people from all over the world there so kudos to her she's been there for me all my life and she kind of like keeps always suggesting to me to join you know like writers groups writers circles stuff like that so I joined the group and I've met really nice people there we meet on a monthly basis sometimes to discuss writing in general how we're doing sometimes to write so it's a very interesting group if you love writing and it's a very friendly community and I kind of recommend it to people who really want to engage with other writers from different parts of the world. Awesome. This sounds like a great group. And if someone is struggling with writing, I'm pretty sure this will help them with their writer's block or or just to get some encouragement from other writers and to help with their writing. So what advice would you give to someone that wants to one day become a writer or a poet like yourself? Definitely to keep writing every single day even if it's scribbled if it even if it's a recipe even if it's a directions even if it's notes after a teacher just write 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 never stop writing because the moment you stop you lose the momentum you lose your voice which yes. is very important you you find the language struggling you know when you become more and more professional you don't struggle with the language. The language is easy. You can conquer it as if you're a conqueror and the language is just a city that you invade. So yes. when you write every day, you can become more and more better. And of course, to read and to be open to all kinds of art. Like you do not limit yourself only to the written word. Watch movies, attend music concerts, go to art exhibitions, watch people dancing like modern dance and stuff like that, because this is what I do. It makes you as a writer become more enriched. Wow. You just gave some great advice. And I just realized that I do a lot of those things myself. <laughs> wow. I didn't Yay. know that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love music. I love going to concerts. I love going to museums and art galleries. I just love art because I'm a creative person. So I know that there's many different ways to be creative. And you have to explore different ways to be creative. Definitely. And yes, and as long as you're exploring and learning and growing, and most of all, you have to engage with people. So that's how you learn. I, that's how I learn a lot. I love talking to people and I learn learning from other people because it's always so many different ways that you can learn and grow and do things. And being a visionary artist like yourself, I'm pretty sure that is one of the most important things you have learned. So on your journey as being an artist, um, who would you say was a great, that made a great impact to keep you going, to keep that momentum, to keep you motivated um, as a visionary a artist? Lot of, a lot of people. And I really want to thank you, Tamara, because really engaging with people and in different forms, you can engage with people like currently, because I felt like in my community, I don't feel like I have a lot of like-minded people around me. So right. I started becoming a guest on different podcasts. And this led me to, you know, friend of a friend, friend of a friend, this and that. And I started talking to 
people from all over the world, like from Ireland, Scotland, from all kinds of states that you can imagine, from Australia, from Japan. And this made me even accumulate more and more experiences. So for me to just pin a person or two, it would be difficult. But I have to start with my mother. My mother had a very, very positive influence on me. And she was the first person to support me or just tell me you're a writer just write like if you can't find the book you're looking for in the library go and write it yourself and I was about 10 when she told me that so she was the first to stand and support me um also in my school um I was in a catholic school so the nuns there were very supportive of my artistry and they stood by me a lot and I've met a lot of people who didn't support my writing as much as they were crucial in the making of my character. Like, um, of course, my sister supported me and was crucial in creating my character. But also this Sufi dancer, she's an Egyptian person. She's a belly dancer and she's also a Sufi. And she gave me some of the greatest, deepest advice that you would never find from a spiritual leader, for example. She was very, very invested and she's seen a lot through life. And she had her own philosophy. And at times where I was feeling uh, manipulated or less inspired, she would just push me. Of course, Christina Diptola, my editor-in-chief. And a lot of the people who gave me the opportunity to publish for the first time, I would say they were really backing me up as a writer. Wow. I am so glad that you've met all those wonderful people along your journey. And I'm pretty sure you're going to meet many, many more amazing people, because I'm sure you're going to meet many more amazing people on podcasts, interviews, and just writing. I'm so glad that you are able to connect and that you have all those people in place that helped guide you along the way. And you're just getting started. So I know greater things are coming along the way for you. So I am so happy for you as a visionary artist. So it is a it was my pleasure having you on the show, Dylan. And how can the people connect with you as far as writing and poetry and just to reach out to read some of your writings? Okay, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Jailan Salman. And you can find me on theprose.com. This is where I publish most of my poetry and my essays, especially my music essays too. Uh, theprose.com, Jailan Salman. Oh, thank you so much for that. And do you have any advice or any comments or a quote that you use um, on a daily that keeps you going, that can inspire others? Well, for me, because I've always felt like I was not the kind of woman you meet every day. Like I had this weirdness or this wildness in me. So Nikita Jill is a great poet and she has this amazing short poem that says, some days I'm more wolf than woman. And I'm still learning not to apologize for my wild. So every time I feel like, why are you like this? Why are you different from other women? Why aren't you mingling? Why are you feeling always like the odd one out? Like the one with the red shoes, like the black sheep of the family or the group. I keep repeating this poem and I feel empowered in my strangeness. Wow, that is a great poem. I'm going to have to read that for myself because... We all are different. We all are who we are. And we should embrace who we are, how yes. wild we are at all times, because I've always felt different. And I know that I'm different. 
and I'm glad that I'm different. So I embrace that. And I'm glad that you brought that up for others to keep embracing their wild. And that sounds like a great poem that I'm gonna have to check out and recite for myself just in case I wanna get wild one day. Yeah, baby. You do, Tamara. Go girl. <laughs> yes, 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 yes Jylan. It was a pleasure having you on the show today. So thank you for this interview. And I'm sure my listeners are going to enjoy um, connecting with you. So thank you for joining the show. Thank you, Tamara. It was the greatest pleasure ever. Thank you so much. You're amazing. All right. You're welcome. You are too. Thank you. y'all i'm back with some closing remarks from today's episode with my special guest jylan salmon honey so jylan is a visionary honey in her words in her writing in everything that she does in her life she uses every tool and every experience that she has in life and she makes it and she writes it and turns it into something beautiful. She has a vision, honey, and we all have a vision. And she's using her vision and doing her her purpose here on this earth, honey, every chance she gets. And you can too. If you have a vision, whether it's with writing, whether it's with creating something, anything that allows you to create something beautiful, that you want to have in this world, do that. Protect your vision along the way as well. If you have a vision, protect it by any means because that's your baby. That's part of you. It's coming from you. That gift that God gave you for your vision, it's it's a God-given vision. He gave it to you. So use it and share it with the world. You can do great things. You can change the world with your vision because it's a necessity. Just like the way that Jylan writes her words and her poetry, it's a necessity. We need writers to tell those stories on paper so we can have envisioned them as if we are seeing them live and in person. That's how we create movies. That's how we create great things because first it was written. With words, use those words to tell a great story about you, about how you feel, or just anything that you enjoy. If that is you, do that, honey. You can create whatever life you want to create. Use those arts, whether it's with music, you can write a song, or even you can produce um, a beat to a melody where someone sings or raps over your something that you created. If that is your vision, live your vision. Your vision is not just for when you sleep. You are supposed to be living those dreams and those, all those things that you create. You can do that now while you're here. Jylan is a great example of living out her dreams with her words and everything that she touches and creates. You can do that too. Find new ways to create whether it's with your words, whether it's with your actions, 
or just being a better person. If you have a vision to just be a better you, do that. You owe it to yourself to live out those great things that you want to live out. So do that now. Don't wait until it's too late. You can do it now. You don't have to wait till you go to sleep. Make the vision your reality. God gave it to you, so live it out. And I want you to apply those things to your life from here on out to live out the vision that God gave you. You deserve to live a great life and you deserve everything that is coming for you. But first, accept the vision so you can live out the vision. And I hope that this episode this week was a great one. And if you would like to connect with Jylan, you can check out the description and you can go to my website at inspiritwitht.com to look out for all of her information and to connect with her, with her, whether it's with her poetry or her writing with films or whatever it is, or just to have her if you are a podcaster. She can be on your show as well. You can reach out to her and connect because words are meant to connect us and bring us together. So why not bring that vision together, right? And create more great things. So if you would like, you can reach out to her and I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to seeing you all next week. Enjoy your weekend and thanks for tuning in.